Mikey Hizzle. <laughs> well, once again, I started recording without the microphone in front of my face. <laughs> ah, rookie mistake. Uh, it happens to the best of us. Happy recording day. Happy recording morning. Mm. Indeed, it is still morning. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Sipping my coffee. Yeah, got coffee instead of bourbon today. And that's an okay thing. You have bourbon yeah. later if we decide to record <laughs> again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Why not? We can do a round two, double header, and um, record all over again. So, anyway. Calm down. What is happening? Well, let's just hop into this combo since it's fresh. We're talking about the uh, Garth Brooks incident, I guess. If you is it an incident? I don't know what it is. A uh, fiasco. Um, <coughs> it it really illustrates how uh, how sheepish and dumb we are as Americans, and yeah. as much as I love this wonderful country that we live in we are surrounded by idiots and uh <laughs> we are and to that point before we get into this combo i don't want to lose what i was thinking and two i kind of want to say it before we start talking about all this shit but go for it i think it's kind of funny that like we give people money for something that they do right yeah. But when celebrities or musicians or whatever, you know, uh, have a platform in which you're like worldwide known and people pay money to come see you do a thing. In this case, it's a singer or a performer, I should say, you know, and that's cool. But then like, it's like we all feel like they like that person or that band or that whatever has to like fit inside our box. And if they don't, then we get pissed off that they're rich. And it's like, what does that make any sense? <laughs> I'm trying, bro. Keep well, going. One of the comments was like to Garth about like, Hey, why don't you share all your money with all of us? And it's like, well, that's his money that he made that you gave him because you go see him and you buy all of his shit. He um, wouldn't be Garth if you didn't go do all of that stuff. Sure. 
So it's sure. kind of like the opposite side of the coin, I feel like. And it's probably a weird way of looking at it, but I guess that's what I do. I just think it's kind of funny, you know? And then the artist, which in this case, it wasn't what people thought. And we'll get into it in a second. I'm kind of going around the bush. Sorry, but like. Yeah, we're starting at the end. <clears throat> it, it just seems weird that, you know, it, he could come out and do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, I don't control Garth just because I went to his concert or I bought his CD, which I've done neither. But I, my point stands. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, if he wants to wear this or vote this way or be, uh, what is it? I want to say inclusive, but the affirming or not affirming. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I'm not paying to go see him or paying to uh partake of his whatever he made or she made like you don't we don't have to agree on shit so then to get all pissed off it's just i don't get it i really don't get it anyway yeah hmm. i think really what what that comment was in relation to was uh well let's start over and then it'll explain it. You know, we'll explain what's going on here. Garth Brooks was just in Detroit, um, Detroit? Last, last week doing a concert. And, um, you know, Detroit has a lot of pride in its sucky teams. <laughs> so uh, Garth comes out on stage with a Barry Sanders jersey on. A jersey, a football jersey, a Honolulu blue jersey with the number 20 on it. And anybody that's ever paid attention to football knows that number 20 belongs to Barry Sanders. Well, apparently he had a bunch of pissed off fans and they went all over his Twitter and Instagram and just lambasted him. Like, uh, you should just stick to music. <laughs> Why they gotta be redneck though? Leave the politics alone, because they're the only ones that listen to his music. Uh, no, but nobody. <laughs> I'm surprised that he came to Detroit for it. To be honest with you, but you know, hey, a lot of concerts well, happen to Detroit, and of course, it's never Detroiters that are there. It's all the suburbs that come down to uh, to these concerts. I don't know where he was, but there were 70,000 people there. Yeah, well. That's probably why he came to Detroit. Sure. I mean, he's got a lot of fans. He's the number one country music star in the entire world, right? Yeah. So, got to give the man his props. He's been doing it forever, and he's the man. I don't like him, but I don't have to. You know, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But what I, (laughs) even though I don't really care for him... I just thought it was absolutely funny that you had all these people like saying that he just lost them as a fan because he's wearing a Sanders jersey and accusing him of repping Bernie Sanders when any half a tard knows you're in the city of Detroit, you're wearing number 20, you're wearing a football jersey then maybe it's not for a political figure. It's got to be for Barry Sanders, which it was. Yeah. 
One, so, one of the well, the article I read said that he actually said something on stage about, about the jersey and why he's wearing it. Yeah, and I where didn't they were both from. <laughs> it's like yeah, Oklahoma. I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. so goddamn plastered. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, so to your point that you brought up about the guy who says, why don't you give all your money away? That was a stab at Bernie Sanders because Bernie is part of his platform is free Medicaid for everybody, free college tuition for everybody, free this, free that, free this, free that. And very um, socialistic. Yeah. So it's like give everything away for free. And so I think that that was the point of the, you know, why don't you give up some of your money, Garth? Because that's sure. the whole, that's the whole burning argument. You know, we got enough rich people in this world. We should just take the money, you know, in taxes, tax people for real. And then we can pay for all of this stuff. I still think I'm not communicating my, <clears throat> my thought process correctly because immediately when I hear someone say, well, why don't you give some of your money, Garth? I literally want to just take them by the face and look them square in the eye and be like, how much did you spend to go to his concert? <laughs> exactly. Did you need to do that? Right. So why is it his responsibility? Why? Because he has more money? I don't know. I'm I, I'm weird yeah. and I... I'm immature in my thinking and naive probably, but like, I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Um, but that's really not the point here. The, the point is way funnier that. Yeah. People are very ignorant. Oh, dude. I mean, he got attacked so hard, bro. And, um, and I, I think that, the worst part of it is is that um it's just it's just so much division just over politics you know and it's it's sad you know uh, we we get these presidents elected and they have 50 51% or 52% you know something small margin of popular vote it's literally i mean they're they're you know, the last few elections, these guys are winning by the skin of their teeth as far as popularity is concerned. So the country could have went either way. And it's 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 almost 50 50 a divide, you know, and and most of the most of the people I know that actually voted for Trump only voted because they didn't want Hillary there, you know. Yeah. It's the only reason why he 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 got voted in uh, for a lot of people, um, and, and so that small margin of his victory doesn't even really um, demonstrate who actually supports him, who was actually for him. If so many people just saw him as the lesser of two evils. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I was reading something the other day where somebody was, uh, oh, I was watching some program or whatever and a commercial came on for Mike Bloomberg and they were like, uh, 
something against him, saying that you can't buy the presidency. And I started laughing. <laughs> because I'm like, every single president from the beginning of time has been wealthy and has been a Mason. And they're all part of the same secret society. Every single one of them have paid for the presidency. <laughs> and the argument against Mike Bloomberg is that he's rich and that he shouldn't be allowed to buy the election. And I'm like, how did this last guy get in? Spending a shit ton of money, right? Or was I just like sleeping through four years ago? I might have been asleep the whole time, but I'm pretty sure he bought the election. And I'm pretty sure that his history is on my side in saying that whoever has the most amount of money and that can pay for the airtime and 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 really get out there and fund their um, their race is going to win it because they've got the most money to be able to put behind themselves. No, Michael. What do I know? We vote in the president. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of freaking idiots that actually believe that too. <clears throat> it's like, oh, you thought that just because they won the popular vote that they're actually going to be president? No, there's a whole nother vote that happens after you get done voting. For the people that actually, actually uh, elect the president, they actually have to vote. After you're done voting, you're useless. Dumbass vote. <laughs> the Electoral College. You know that, that little thing that you learn in history and, and government class? They actually elect the presidents, not you or your popular vote. Yep. So, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. It, it got me worked up. It really did. I was kind of pissed you know but whatever i'm over it now you're good mm -hmm. i got it i got it out my system <clears throat> i don't even really, like garth brooks i don't even like the really guy get me worked up but i do i do see the uh i guess the humor in it and also the just sheer stupidity of people which you know that's nothing new. No, it's not anything new. Six billion people on this freaking circular thing we live on. Of course, there's going to be weirdos. It's seven, seven billion? Now. Yes. Well, I don't, you, don't, you can't say that. Coronavirus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke, but... <laughs> Ew, behave. <clears throat> you just lost a fan, Trump 2020. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Come on, dude. Oh, you know what? To your uh, something you said that you think a majority of people voted for Trump just because he was the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I think it's fewer than you think, man, because there's a lot of Trump supporters who, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, I'm just glad. <clears throat> get someone else in the office rather than a politician. We don't need a politician running this country. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get like a chef 
to run like who do you want to run the fucking country i don't know chef i love that <laughs> like why the, no other vocation do, would you ever say you know what we don't need a coal miner doing coal mining let's get a <laughs> sunday school teacher that's who we need while mining our coals or like pick whatever you want like what the fuck does that mean yeah yeah i know and i'm saying that because i'm not a politician and i understand i have a few little conspiracy theories going on blah 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 and whether they're right or wrong i'll probably never know my point is i do understand i did not i'm not educated to be a politician there's there's stuff that i do not know and it's good stuff and it's stuff that needs to happen for America to continue on its journey of being the land of the free, right? God, I wish we would stay the land <clears throat> of the free. So, like, yeah. I, you don't want me running the country or helping run the country. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but, yeah, let's let's put someone like that in the, the president chair. I don't know. I just, I've never really understood that whole saying. Yeah. I mean, it goes right back to it, dude. It's the same thing. If you've got enough money, you can do it. You can do the job. It's all good. And, it, and whatever, that's what it takes. Um, my, my point was that a lot of the people that I know personally that voted for him only voted for him because they didn't want Hillary in. Yeah. And the fact is, is that there's, it's a two party system. So, um, we don't, uh, what do you think about, sorry, what do you think about this whole, we've never been so divided? (laughs) We've, we've always been divided. That's why we call it the United States. But (laughs) we started off. Don't you think you've heard in the last Oh, I don't know. We could probably even go back to eight years when Obama was in that mug. That's when it really started ramping up. But I feel like in the last three or four with Trump being in office, it's like even more with the whole like, we're so divided as a country and, you know, bipartisan this and friggin' Democrat that and Republican this and. Why can't we all come together? I don't think like we're ever going to all come together because we've never all been together. Like that's why we had to make rules <laughs> and laws and government. Like we need government as people. We can't just all run around doing whatever the hell we want. Be yeah. like Lord of the flies up in here. You know what I'm saying? Sure. No, I get what you mean. I just don't know. Like, it's like the, I feel like in my opinion, it definitely seems <laughs> maybe I could be a politician. Look at that statement. You're getting there, brother. <clears throat> it definitely seems like the media is enhancing at the very least that whole agenda of we're so divided, you know, yeah, well, I, there's truth like to why it. why why do they want to do that because it freaking pays bills pretty people much. love drama we'll all watch and listen pretty much yeah 
That's what I'd argue. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, my question, though, I guess, is do you think we're even <clears throat> any more divided than we were mm. in our history? Uh, no, I, I can't say that I no. I can't say that at all. I think the only thing that's changed over time is the issues. Yeah. But there's always been divide, right? So right now we've got, but for, for the longest time, it's been divide between um, liberals and conservatives, Republicans and Democrats. Hell, uh, there's been divisions even within the parties, right? Um. <laughs> You know, the the Republican Party is the former GOP, right? It was a divide. It was an, something that happened to get it to change to the Republican Party. Even the Democratic Party, the way that it is right now, isn't what it's always been. You know, the Democratic Party uh, has changed and evolved over the years. Um there was divide in the country over alcohol for for years, right? Prohibition hit. Right now, the country is divided over weed, <laughs> whether or not that should be legal, right? I mean, there's there's divide, there's conflicts about everything, and it, it just depends on the season as to what the narrative is. Um, but I think there's always been divide, always will be. And there was a time yeah. when cigarettes were illegal and you had to buy those on the black market. Well, and now I don't know if it's national or just an Illinois thing, but they're bumping that up to 21. Ah, good for them. Good for Illinois. <clears throat> but then I'm like, well, how does that work? If you're like 19, <laughs> like, are you grandfathered in somehow? Like they're going to have to, you know, yeah. Past a certain birth date or something. I don't know. I don't know how that works. It would be interesting to Yeah, that would be very interesting. Um Yeah. But yeah, man, we're we're always gonna be divided. Like there's always gonna so. be wars and battles and yeah. people who don't like other people. That's why this whole world peace is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's and always it literally be is just a hippie pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. There will always be an enemy. There will always be somebody to fight. There's always going to be some war. There's always going to be some necessity for, you know, the branches of our military. So, there's always going to be a conflict. You know, until Jesus returns. But it's only going to get worse before that happens, right? Riding on a white horse. Yep. With all them sick tattoos. Yep. Yep. The tattoos that Christians aren't supposed to have. We'll have one on each thigh. We'll say King of Kings and Lord of Lords. <laughs> How cool would that be to see? Ugh. Epic. I mean, think about it like this. Could you imagine what? if, like, that just happened right now? <laughs> like, literally, actually, in the physical, happened. As as I just said it, he just, boom, cracked the sky. 
No, I mean, just like, I'm just saying, wouldn't that be so crazy? Sure. Sure. It would be, obviously. Um, but it's just a UFO, man. <laughs> Aliens are real, bro. Sure. What's amazing is whether or not, you know, or how it would be seen by everyone on the globe. If you think about yeah, it. Because I'm in a building right now. Well, yeah, not only that, but we're, we're, uh, we're on a different part of the planet from so many people, right? Uh, That's true. <clears throat> because the earth isn't flat. Sorry, flat earthers. Um, <laughs> and which time zone would he enter? You know, like if he, if he shows up Eastern, Eastern standard time, they're screwed over there in, uh, in Israel. Yeah, they gotta wait. <laughs> it won't be a convenient time because while we're sleeping, other people are awake. In Asia, they're 12 to 14 hours ahead of us. They're in a whole nother day right now. Actually, today is Monday, right now, in, uh, <laughs> in China. So... Isn't that weird? Yeah, man. Trippy. So if his plan was to come back, let's say uh, April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day, uh, 2021, is that April Fool's Day in China or is it in America? Because those are two different days. It's a head trip, isn't it? Show is. <clears throat> he works in mysterious ways, brother. <laughs> if hey. You know what I, I find myself the the longer the longer I'm out of church and the and the longer I you know the more I mature, the less I even care to explain certain things about God or about the Bible or Christianity. I, I just don't even care to try to explain it to people anymore. Because I, I'm finding that even certain things are starting to make less and less sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree, man. So it's like the stuff that, that really makes no sense that just that's completely like this requires faith in order for you to believe it. You have to be spiritual minded in order to actually get an understanding of what the Bible says right here. Frankly, I'm just at a point in my life where I'm just ignoring it because it's like, well, whatever. I don't I don't need if it's a non-essential for salvation. It's pretty much getting ignored by me. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's all of the non-essential stuff in the Bible that non-believers will point out and say, well, your religion is dumb. Why do you believe such a foolish thing? And it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. That does sound dumb. And it does require faith to believe it. And it's okay that you don't. <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks that way or what? Um, I don't know. Probably not. <clears throat> I think I'm... I think I'm there too. 
Yeah, mostly. <clears throat> I, I still like to think about stuff, though. Like, because I don't know why, but usually I'm pretty good at, like, at least trying to see both sides of stuff. And I feel like it can make you seem wishy-washy, but at the same time, it could also make you uh, a little more open to finding truth, if that makes sense. Because, hmm. like, I don't just want to be someone who's like, you know, well, what about this? I don't know. It just says it in this book, and that, therefore it's truth. <laughs> it's like, oh. Okay. I mean, I do feel like that's a little stubborn and foolish for most things, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But at the same time, yeah, you obviously, I mean, have to have faith to believe in Christ and the Bible <clears throat> and you know, stuff like he's going to come back, you know, riding on a horse and blah, blah, blah. And you know, even stuff that's already happened, like turning a staff, uh, a snake into a staff and parting an entire sea so that like an entire group of people can like escape harm. Like that's crazy. I have to believe, though, that, yeah, that happened. Because if I believe God and Jesus and his word, then I have to believe all of it, don't I? Yeah, I, I suppose. I don't but know. I can still have issues with stuff. Yeah. Like, reading Revelation, I mean, good God. And then you think, like, okay, well, is this thing flying in the sky with, like, 18 eyes on both sides with wings? Like, are you just describing an airplane? Because it kind of sounds similar. Like, the windows could be the eyes, the wings of the plane, or the wings of the thing. and It's flying. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Sure. Or, <clears throat> sure. I mean, who fucking knows? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. When the, when but the just to yeah. be, like... Well, no, this is what it says, and this is how it is, and I can't allow my brain to go past any of that. Yeah. I think we uh, we kind of owe ourselves a little more. Yeah, I agree. Because God gave us a brain to think with, and questioning stuff doesn't make him shake in his boots. Or, it does make him shake in his boots, because he's not who he says he is, and I'm a fool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's easy to feel foolish, you know, after a while when, you know, you, you after you start questioning different things and it's like, you know what, I, I feel like I know this about the Bible. And then some new revelation comes and it's like, huh, I guess I was a little naive about that. You know, I, just to your point alone, you know, uh, fire in the sky or like a a wheel of fire that, you know, that comes down from the sky or something like that. The Bible talks about, it's like, you know, was it really something supernatural or could it have been something physical? 
I, I think the point was is it a meteor. Exactly. Exactly. And they have no idea what meteors were they because they had no sure. idea about life. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. Exactly what I'm saying. Um, it it takes time to get to the place where you take a step back and just say, well, everything is up for interpretation. You know, like it really was up for interpretation. Like, you know, there's a debate in, in theology and, um, in religious education. There, there is a debate out there amongst theologians is what I'm trying to say as to whether or not Jesus really did die on a cross or on a stake. Because there is a debate in history as to how the Romans actually executed crucifixions. There is history that says that crucifixions were done on stakes, not on crosses. And then there's other passages of the Bible that says that he died on a tree. So was that tree, what, did he really die on a tree? Or by tree, it just meant wooden stake. Yeah. And then it's those that, you know, and the scripture talks about him having to carry his cross, right, through, through the crowd for his own execution, right? But the cross being like a T is something that is made up by Hollywood. The cross, that, that symbol of Christianity, there's nothing in the Bible that says that that's the way that it was. There, there, are, there are historical documents that illustrate the... Um, the crucifixions, the Roman crucifixions, actually being in the shape of an X. <laughs> you ever think about that? And then you've got so many Christians that get really, really offended by them taking Christmas, Christmas and actually saying Xmas. What if he actually did die on a cross and what they meant by cross was an X? Not a T. Right. You know, it's just stuff like that. It's like, you know, I, these are crosses that I just choose not to die on anymore. And it's just shit that I choose not to debate anymore. And it's, it's a complete non-essential to my faith. The Bible says, cursed is a man that dies on a tree. Which speaks of the fact that Jesus Christ was made a curse for us. Right. So he took on all of our sin, became a curse for us, took on the penalty, excuse me, took on the penalty for all of our sin to die on the cross. That cross could have been an X instead of a T. So. But does it matter? The fact is, is that he still died on the cross. Does it matter the shape of that cross? Does it matter if it's a stake, a T or an X? Who knows? My point is yeah. that that'll really mess up the tattoos that a lot of Christians have on their body. If it really is an X, not a T. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting stuff. 
That's all you got for me. Sorry, I just got a text. That was what the hell, man? Super distracted. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So if if that's one thing about the Bible and our Christianity that is full of debate, how many other things are in there that we could debate about just like that that are just completely useless waste of time? Because they're non-essential. And people get hung up on, and it brings so much divide in, within churches and within, um, you know, part of the reason why we have so many different denominations and stuff like that. Because people basically interpret the Bible the, the way that just makes sense to them, and then they try to develop their whole world religion around their interpretation of what was written you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah. You know. Hey, let me pause for like two minutes. Okay. You got it. Three, two, one. And we're back. Yes. Which no one even knew because it's podcasting. The miracle of podcasting. Ooh, uh, I like that sound. <laughs> well... I've been waiting for so long I needed a drink. <laughs> uh, but we're back. Either way. All right. Let's get back into it. Yeah. So, yeah. I totally get where you're coming from on that. And tend to agree. Um, I think, too, it's... um. It's something I've had to go through even before I like kind of stopped going to a four walled church, you know? Yeah. But it is funny because I know and have come in touch with so many people that, you know, you just, there's no room for debate or questioning. It just is what it is. And that's how it is. And I guess that's okay, but it just doesn't really jive with how my brain functions. So over the years, I've definitely, you know, questioned stuff and I guess was just more open to the fact of like, yeah, let's think about this logically. And I think that's an interesting point because... I feel like a big undertone of what we're talking about right now is interpretation, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's funny how, like, to your point of, like, denominations and faiths and, you know, whatever. Uh, You could even say cults, you know? Like, we pick and choose stuff. We make it our creed because of how we're interpreting it. And then we... To use an old-timey term, we jive, yeah, with people that think the same way, you know? That's just how life works. Um, <clears throat> and I think yeah. I've, I've tried and am still trying to jive with everyone and still hold my beliefs 
and I guess maybe a little bit on the edge of the whole coexist theme. Like, hey, you can be a Jew and believe your, you know, Old Testament stuff and that Jesus was just a prophet and we're still waiting for Christ to come, blah, blah, blah. Um, Or whatever. Like, you could be an atheist, but I still have my faith. Why can't we get along, you know? (laughs) And I think that's one cool part about being a part of the unchurched is that I'm, it's not me saying I'm losing my faith or I'm backsliding or I've become a heathen or whatever. It's just saying like, no, like I'm, I'm open to sit at the table with everyone and yeah, share my faith, but also listen to your faith. And then, you know, cause people are always like, Oh, well, if God, you know, is who he says he is and why does he let bad shit happen? That's heavy, man. It is. And I I don't really have an answer apart from the Christianese answer that I've been taught my whole life, which is back to the, well, this is just how it is, and we just go with it and don't question it. But trying to, like, I don't want to say teeter, but trying to kind of function within both of those mindsets without being like yeah you know what i'm an atheist because that makes sense and uh, i don't know does any of that make sense yeah, it does i mean i think the bottom line is that the only way to really be a part of this unchurched is to allow yourself to think formulate your own opinions and uh cut out as much of the bullshit as you can you know i mean because like it was yeah but that right there is the hard part for a lot of faith-believing Christians. And I would probably argue for, you know, atheists and for, you know, whatever faith you subscribe to or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's hard to pick apart and get down to the nitty-gritty of stuff. <laughs> Let's get down to you the know? nitty-gritty. <clears throat> and I think for me... One thing that I struggle with is when people aren't open to having conversations, when their whole mindset of avoiding the conversation is, I don't want to open myself up to not believe what I believe anymore. And that's not how I view questioning and trying to interpret the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that's kind of a struggle with me because of I guess how my brain works. And I think it's so funny and odd that like you know, a lot of people I mean it's just cut and dry, black and white. Even stuff that like makes no logical sense. Like you you can't just for a second like be like, "Yeah, you know what? That doesn't make sense." So do I take that literal or is it uh is it poetry or is it uh an analogy you know stuff like that sure <clears throat> and it can get messy very and it's scary because we want to like you know 
we're wired to have answers and know. I mean, we want to be God all day long. We took the fruit from the tree because we wanted to know the difference between or the knowledge of good and evil, right? Yeah. You're absolutely right. And now we still have that in us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's tough, but. I think it's also, Ooh, I'm probably going to get into some, I'm going to catch some heat on this, but I think it's a, I think it's, uh, an act of maturity when you open yourself up to think a little different and to question, you know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. Because I don't believe that whole, like, you know, well, I'm not even gonna <clears throat> open that box to even remotely look in and see what's in the the bottom of it, just because it might completely change my whole thinking. Yeah, maybe that's the case, but I don't think that it is. You know, oh, I I think that it really takes a big person to want to be wrong. <laughs> I want to be wrong. I want to be proven wrong because at the point of me being proven wrong, that's when I begin to learn. Yeah. Which that's the tough part. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't want to be wrong. Right. That's the tough part. But to your point, maturity, when you're mature, that's the fun part. You know, like before I, yeah. before I left the, the church, I was, accused of being unteachable (laughs) and untrainable you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it was all because i had opinions and that i was willing to challenge things like i i wasn't going to just accept something just because you said it this isn't a master slave relationship (laughs) you know what i'm saying like, just because yeah. you think something is right doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. Ergo, I'm unteachable. Okay, fine. I'll be unteachable. But the fact is, is that it's important to acknowledge being wrong and accept being wrong because it gives an opportunity for learning and to be taught. The thing is, is that (laughs) whenever I was wrong and I wanted some details as to how I was wrong and what I could do differently, there was no real good logical answer. You know, when the question was posed, okay, um, what do I need to change in order to be better? You know, how do I do this in a more effective way? There was never an answer. It was just because I, whatever, I wasn't doing things exactly the way that they thought it should be done or how it should be done. Um, yeah. You know, it, 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 we have to be willing to, to take a look at ourselves in the mirror and just say, you know what, yeah, this could be done differently. But, you know, to also reach out to say, 
you know, hey, uh, can you help me do this differently? Can you help me see this differently? It's one of the best things about this podcast. We can bounce thoughts and ideas off of each other and feel free to, you know, give a different perspective and, uh, and challenge each other with it. You know, it's okay. Yeah, but that, I, I wonder too, if it's, I don't know. It kind of seems like, like that's, that takes work. Oh yeah. And I wonder if sometimes I'll just put it on me. Like when I was a little bit younger and kind of just starting out with studying the Bible and even then I was studying it the way I was taught how to study it. Right. Sure. And I'll admit, I didn't really want to put in the work to like grab a concordance and, you know, read history on like culture on this time that, you know, like Paul's speaking to these people in Rome in whenever, right? Like what was the culture? And I didn't want to put in all the work that I feel like you really need to, if you really want to study the Bible. Sure. And then I tried it because it was kind of like, Oh, this is like, I heard, honestly, I heard someone else, um, how they studied and how they read the Bible and kind of interpret stuff. And, dude, it intrigued me. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. Like there's this whole new way of like reading the Bible now (laughs) that like actually makes sense. Like why wouldn't I do this work? And it was actually fun to me and interesting. And like over time, I really grew to enjoy like taking so long on like three words but like when you come out of that studying it can completely alter how you interpret that verse or those words you know what i'm saying sure. and it just like opened this like it made the bible i don't know a little more real and more intriguing for sure and then it's just like i enjoyed doing the work whereas before I just read the Bible and I studied the verses and I memorized them. And that was that kind of Sunday school esque, you know, just like, Oh, well Jesus died and they pinned him on a tree and it was really bad, but it was for you. And he loves you. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, the story of Jesus is so much bigger and deeper and dark and full of drama and like, miracles and stuff that like can't be explained and it takes faith to like get behind and like oh it's it's meaty now it's a steak like i'm more mature now it's not like a little cracker you know what i'm saying (laughs) who you calling a cracker and that takes work man and i don't think all the christians out there are willing to do that work because it's easier to sit on the pew Sunday, maybe go to a Bible study Wednesday, have a potluck, just listen to what your pastor says, 
memorize some scripture, take some notes, shove it in your Bible, maybe look at it again, maybe never look at it again. And there's your faith. That is what Jesus is to you and to everyone around you. And that's that, right? Mm -hmm. That wasn't enough for me anymore. So I had to put in the work and it just blows my mind that like, as a, you know, I'm going to be 34 soon. Like I can't imagine being in your thirties and still just taking the Bible at face value and never going any deeper, but being so dogmatic and so like loud about it, you know, with opinions and stuff that it's like, like you're saying turn or burn and like <laughs> God hates gays. Like no. really? God hates fags. He loves gays. Have you actually read this like the story of Jesus? Have you read the New Testament? Have you read the like have you really sat down and went through and studied this thing that you're shouting so loud about? Because if you had I, I dare say you would never say a lot of the shit that's coming out of your mouth. Right. But again, you know, people interpret and live their life the way they do. And that's that. That's just my outlook and opinion. And yeah, I, the point is uh-huh. that interpretation is always up for debate. You know, <laughs> that could be the title of this episode interpretation is up for debate i like that done uh because if we which kind of i guess sorry you go i was about to say the exact same thing you're about to say which is it takes us all the way back to the beginning of the episode yep go ahead you can bring it home (laughs) no i'll let you i've been talking for a minute We're going to say the same thing, and I know you're going to say it way better than I would anyway. Well, so interpretation is up open for debate. You know, it's uh, up for debate, debate, open for debate, one of those. Um, so open. You know, the dude wore a jersey that said Sanders. You know, you half the country looked at it and and or half his supporters or fans looked at it and were offended and and they're ready to quit uh being his fans because of their interpretation uh and then the other half are looking at that first half as as idiots or the rest of the world me included i'm looking at his fans as idiots because they were so quick to quit and to drop being fans based on their knee-jerk reaction and never um, gave him a second to be able to, you know, prove who he really was. And, and I, I, I think that those are not true fans <laughs> in so many words. What I'm, The point that I'm trying to get to is that if your interpretation, your knee-jerk reaction causes you to immediately decide to quit something, then maybe your involvement in that thing is not really true. 
So my ability to challenge my own thinking concerning the Bible doesn't make me an unbeliever. It actually anchors me that much more. I press that much more into it because I want to know more. And I think that that's the way that maturity in true Christianity should be. Like instead of a new knee-jerk, react, knee-jerk reaction that says, oh, this is, you know, you, you jump to this conclusion and then automatically that conclusion is negative and makes you turn away as a fan, then you're not really a true fan. So, you know, interpretation is always open for debate. But ho- yeah. hopefully, as you debate it out, you're not, like, losing your faith. You're not becoming less of a fan of Jesus, but you come from the standpoint of, you know, with with the heart that says, God, I want to know more. I want to know you more. I want to have a better understanding of who you are. And, um, you know. And how do you do that? <clears throat> I'm going to give a real life application, which is something a lot of pastors never do. Yeah. They just stop at the point of, you need to have a, you know, relationship. How do you do that? You ask questions. Isn't that what we do in real life? Absolutely. Hell, we're both married. If we never asked our significant others questions prior to marrying them, how would we know them? Right. Like, and the people who got on their social media and just fired off shots at, Garth Brooks, like you never once said, okay, wait a second. Why is he wearing that jersey? Maybe you didn't get it. That's fine. But you're just, to your point, just going with a knee-jerk reaction and yelling at the fucking top of your lungs about this thing that's not even a thing. (laughs) Yeah. All because you couldn't take five seconds out of your brain and go, huh, is that a political thing or what, what's that Jersey mean? Right. You got to ask questions. Yeah. And how do you ask God a question? He's probably not going to audibly talk back. It's never happened to me. Probably not. But it comes through what we were just talking about. Opening that book up, reading it at face value, and then going deeper. There's a reason there's a Bible for our faith. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it sounds super simple, but it's just, it is what it is, man. Yeah, it is. Just study, read, Mm -hmm. be okay to question. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, you know, I keep saying like question stuff. I mean, I don't literally mean question like everything, but like. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Just be open to um, to seeing things a little bit different. You know, it might do you some good to just sit back and see things from a different light. And um, hell, um, you might actually uh, turn out to be more secure in your faith than you were before you allowed yourself to think differently. You know? Oh, I mean, I think 100%. <laughs> I mean, it's always a possibility. I mean, how could you not? I mean, it's going to be a journey. Sure. But. Sure. Absolutely. 
So I think that's a perfect place to uh, to put a bow on. So right on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was a good combo, man. Yeah, I think so too. It's kind of wild how it all came back too to the uh, the opening. Yeah. Topic it was kind of cool. Yeah, it's the best thing. So, but hey, if you're uh, <clears throat> if you're out there listening, still, thank you. You're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And if you hate me, ask me why. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't care if you hate me or not. Sure. But if you don't hate us, or if you do hate us, maybe you want to hate follow us. I'm down with that. <laughs> hate follow. You can do so at Unchurched Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us your hate mail and your love mail and your confusing mail at unchurchpod at gmail.com. And if you're wanting to skim through some archives of all our episodes, we got show notes and links and stuff in there that you can click on. And all of the, all the goodies. You can do that at unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com. Yeah. All right. It's been real. We appreciate you guys listening. And uh, drop us a line if you want to keep the conversation going. All right, brother. Peace. Hi, bro. Peace. Peace.